Next on BYU Sports Nation, surviving San Diego with some senior swag. TJ runs it, lobs it to you. Oh, and the hammer! The alley-oop throwdown! They want a timeout. With 11 they want a timeout. Seconds. timeout taken. But was it enough to get BYU into the AP Top 25? Ball will be given to Sullivan. Baxter's in the face of Sullivan. Sullivan in the corner. A shot taken and missed at the horn by Hartfield. BYU hangs on to win it. Plus, the BYU boys of summer open their season. Men's volleyball remains undefeated and another school record falls. What a weekend. Let's go. This is BYU Sports Nation. Brought to you by the BYU Store. Simulcast on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Now, from Studio B, here's Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. BYU Sports Nation is live. Your day-to-day play-by-play in Studio B, presented by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Monday, February 17th, wherever and however you're connected. Great to have you with us on President's Day. I'm Spencer Linton, teamed up with a guy who I know could judge the NBA dunk contest better than it was judged over the weekend, Jerem Jordan. You shall not judge, but in the JST it says judge righteously. Uh, The dunk contest was not judged righteously. And Dwayne Wade didn't help Aaron Gordon. He helped this guy, Derek Jones Jr. Come on, D-Wade! By the way, I had a a roommate, Sean Davies, who uh, played in the Rugby World Cup. you know, from BYU, awesome. Um, he he played basketball with some of our roommates one time, and someone said, "Hey, alley oop," and he goes, "What's an ollie hoop?" He had no he had no idea. Ollie hoop? Uh, yeah, that was awesome. Mitch Matthews should have been in the dunk contest. He tweeted out a video that was unbelievable. Now I agree, this is elite. This is an elite dunk. Okay. Was was he an elite receiver? No, he was very very good. This is awesome. This is slow motion. Look at this. He jumps up, right hand through the legs to his left dunk. That's unbelievable. 6'6", crazy athletic, played basketball uh, at at, uh, Southridge there in Beaverton in the 503. Amazing. One of several elite plays that Mitch Matthews has Get some elite plays. Yes. I still want justice for Aaron Gordon. You know what? Let's make him officially the BYU Sports Nation NBA dunk contest winner. The thing you Congratulations, know, Aaron. You'd hear. <laughs> what a show we have lined up. Top 25 rankings, a major theme today, and along We're with waiting. the pending national status for BYU basketball yeah, should be announced any moment. We're sitting here looking at Twitter waiting for this. BYU baseball will take on a top 25 foe today. Jason Shepard will preview that. Plus, heralded BYU football commit Cody Epps joins us. Why did he pick BYU over a majority of Pac-12 offers. Bring on the Monday BYU Sports Nation headlines. Survive and advance. BYU basketball sneaks out of San Diego with a 72-71 dramatic win over the Toreros. BYU's now won six straight games. Yoli Childs and TJ Haas lead the Cougars with 17 points apiece. And, of course, teamed up for the game-winning alley-oop with 11 seconds to play. BYU working on what they hope is a seventh straight win when they host Santa Clara and the Marriott Center on Thursday. If you're local, get your tickets and come watch Provo's version of Lob City. After one dunk, 
Uh, no, it was a great play. Uh, TJ Haas lets it go from the three-point line, and Yoli Childs has a foot at the free throw line 15 feet away. That was wild. BYU running backs coach A.J. Stewart is leaving for the same position at Arizona. Stewart tweeted this Friday, Thank you, Cougar Nation, for embracing my family these past two seasons. I built great relationships with great people in Provo. Most of all, I'd like to thank Coach Sataki for the opportunity, our staff for helping me grow, and my players for all of their hard work and effort. Best of luck to A.J. I thought he did a nice job here at BYU. I played pickup with him. He had a really nice jumper. He's taken that to two BYU men's volleyball still undefeated. 13-0. The Cougars add another win to their best start in program history. And that's Second saying something. Start. Second. Okay. What's the best? Uh, 99 started 18-0. 18-0. I stand best in correct. the rally. I stand. Okay. Best, best in, in the, the rally. rally. That, that's what I read. Okay. BYU sweeping Grand Canyon in Arizona on Friday, led by Zach Eschenberg and his 10 kills. The Cougars host Concordia this Thursday in the Smith Fieldhouse. On BYU TV, Gabby Garcia-Fernandez did not play in the match at Grand Canyon, by the way. Baseball 1-2 and two after the opening weekend, defeating Gonzaga 7-1 Friday night in a non-conference game, then losing 2-0 in 5-4 to New Mexico Saturday. Today, the Cougars play number 25, Oregon State, for the first time since 09. For Eastern in Surprise, Arizona, on BYU Radio 107.9 FM, Jason Shepard will join us to discuss the Batcats. How about this? All-American Whitney Orton breaks her third individual school record of the season. Woo. This time in the women's 3,000 meters over the weekend, Orton shattering the previous mark by 11 seconds. Congratulations to Whitney. It's awesome. And 11 seconds is massive. Special things happening. Special people doing things, <laughs> right? It takes a special athlete to do special things. All rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending. Presented by Trio Senior Living. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. Snap into a Slim Jim. Oh, yeah. Okay. Like the Kool-Aid man, too. BYU survives the Slim Jim and San Diego. Winning ugly. At the Jenny Craig Pavilion on Saturday night, 72-71, a gutty, white-knuckle, not-for-the-faint-of-heart performance capped off by an alley-oop gem from two BYU seniors, TJ Haas to Yoli Childs, and the Cougars notch a sixth straight win. Now, of note, the Cougars were four spots out of the top 25 entering last week. AP. AP Top 25. There's a lot of Top 25s going on. Andy Katz, by the way, has BYU 19th right now. That just came out. A bunch of teams ahead of the Cougars in the AP Top 25 dropped at least one game this week. So what now? Jerem, did BYU do enough last week blowing out LMU and surviving San Diego to earn a ranking in the AP Top 25 for the first time in nine years. Yes, but it has nothing to do with how BYU won, just that they won. Because in the AP poll, 18 through 25, with the exception of 23, all lost at least once. And Illinois lost twice. Plus, the three teams ahead of BYU uh, out of the rankings, Michigan State, Rhode Island, and Northern Iowa, all split. Everybody lost in front of BYU, basically, 18 through 28. So BYU, if you're just going by who lost, and they should go down a little bit, da, 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 BYU might get in in moments. We're sitting here staring at Twitter, waiting for the AP poll to come out. Perhaps BYU will be ranked. A couple of notes uh, of interest from uh, at Cougar Stats this morning. BYU's had two seasons out of the last 25 where they spent at least a week uh, in the AP top 25. With Dave Rose, they ranked in five straight seasons. Uh, BYU's been ranked in seven of the last 38, so it's just really rare. And does the AP poll matter? Not really. 
it's nice. You see that little ranking on the what's called the bug or the score strip, right? Uh, on a game. And BYU playing Gonzaga, that'd be fun if that was a, a ranked matchup. What's most important is seeding. And perhaps if BYU gets ranked, there's this perception that BYU should go up on some seed lines in some places. Because if we're seeing BYU in the teens somewhere, why is BYU a 7 or 8? They should be more like a 6. And they are barely a 7 by Joe Lenardi, who to me is the most credible bracketologist. Now, what's interesting there is if BYU had one more quality win, I don't think there'd be any debate about the Cougars being on that six line. But they don't. BYU has two wins against quad one opponents. And that's right now not enough. Even though the metrics are so good to have BYU as a seven seed. And again, we're, we're getting kind of greedy here because it's like, oh, BYU hasn't been to the tournament in five years. No, I just live in the moment. Like, is this team good or not? Who cares what three I years think a seven seed is fair. Team? I think a seven seed is fair. If BYU had one more quality win, they'd probably be a six seed. But the topic of conversation is the top 25. And as you pointed out, everybody lost, basically, which makes room for BYU. The Cougars should absolutely climb into the top 25. To me, it's a matter of how high will they climb. They're, I think they're in for sure. Jeff Goodman has them 20th. Andy Katz at 19, as you just said. Gary Parrish of CBS Sports, 22nd. John Rothstein has BYU at 25. Who's not going to have BYU in the top 25? If those guys are all putting BYU in the top 25, you would think that the national the consensus writers, yes. AP writers yes. would all be able to agree that, oh, man, a ton of teams lost. BYU went 2-0 and last week. And I know that some people may have seen, oh, one-point win. What? We'll, we'll they get won. To that. Yeah, we'll they get won. To that. Okay, BYU's in the top 25. They deserve to be there. Just a matter of how highly ranked they are within that poll. Okay, topic two. The Cougars escaped the Slim Jim with a win, 72-71. Did the San Diego win leave you more hopeful or concerned about the last three games of the season? A win is always encouraging, especially with the adversity that BYU has been working through. Remember, Dalton Nixon did Dalton. not play. He's out for a few weeks, made by the way. an impact. Yeah. Holy cow. Jake Toulson still trying to come back from his Ankle injury, not at 100%. Gavin Baxter shaking off the cobwebs. And BYU on the road, which is always difficult in college basketball, goes and survives. Good teams find a way to win. So a win is always encouraging and hopeful. Here's what Yoli Childs had to say. It shows our character. It shows what we're made of. Uh, Coach Pope's been talking for weeks about you know, we're going to have to win a game on the defensive end of the floor. And the crazy thing is, is this team is so together and, and so bought in that when, when we were on defense for the last possession, we were all hyped. We were all talking to each other on the bench like, heck yeah, this is, this is what we want. BYU clearly not at its best finds a way on the road. This is a game that feels like BYU would have dropped in recent years, but BYU found a way. Now, the concern for me lies with Dalton Nixon. Mark Pope, Mark Pope called him the heart and soul of this BYU basketball team. And it is clear that BYU is better when he's on the floor. For all the plays that he makes, don't necessarily show up in the stat sheet, hustle plays. Those are important things. And the San Diego game was a perfect scenario for Dalton Nixon to play in. Like, he thrives in a game like that. And BYU really missed him. So they, uh, while they didn't get his scrappy, hardworking leadership on Saturday... It's time for Gavin Baxter to step up. The time is now for yeah. Gavin Baxter to have an impact. He looks impact. pretty raw. At the end of the game, he's still swiping down on a guy. It's like, 
Dude, you're going to get called for the – what's going on? Time is now. It, it, yeah, Gavin's still getting in the flow. This is like November for Gavin, right? Um, but it's almost March. We're like two weeks out. Yeah, I'm, I'm hopeful because BYU won a game that has been tricky for BYU. The Cougars are only 5-5 five and five on the road. That's been hard. BYU is going to have to win a game, like you mentioned, at some point like this. Shot 34% in the first half, struggled, wasn't shooting it well from three. Trailed at halftime for just the seventh time this season. Got out-rebounded by nine. That that happens with yeah that that happens. Um, BYU struggled to rebound the ball this year. Seventh halftime trail down seven nothing. The largest margin of uh, BYU trailing and come back to win is eight this year. It was almost it was almost nine early in this game. No, this was this was good to win. It was good for BYU to go and do something they hadn't done a bunch. And now BYU's won uh, a close game. Everyone says no no no. If you're great, you blow these teams out. Really. Because Gonzaga won by four at San Francisco and by five at home against Pepperdine. Even the great Gonzaga plays close games. We saw St. Mary's struggle at San Diego. Alabama and Clemson play one-score games with opponents that are worse than them. It happens. Everybody does this. Come on. Everybody does this when they play. At some point, you play close games. BYU won this, and it was good. And now BYU's got a six-game win streak in league for the first time in a while, which brings us to a unique stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. That's the first time in five years, isn't it? Six in a row in league. It's Let's go, stuff. boys. Let's go. You didn't know that. I'm pulling you out did. stats wow. that Greg Rubel didn't even wow. know. Now first gotta... time in five years, we got six in a row. Okay. I am the new Greg Rubel. First time. <laughs> <laughs> that voice was Mark Pope on the postgame show on BYU Radio. That had me dying. So, yeah, Mark Pope busting that out. And uh, BYU's won six in a row. Trying to make it seven against Santa Clara, which, by the way, the Gonzaga game, sold out, baby! Mm-hmm. You can't get a mm-hmm. ticket. So the last time to see the Cougs, for those that didn't get a ticket to Gonzaga, is Santa Clara Thursday night. Check it out. Will I be at the Concordia-Irvine-BYU men's volleyball match on BYU Yes! So that's a bummer in that sense. But Gonzaga, huge. Huge this week. Santa Clara Thursday, number two Gonzaga. Well, maybe number one. We'll see. Baylor got a, a nice win. They'll still be one. Hey, and if you're feeling uh, like you have some extra cash, maybe a secondary seller gets you into the Marriott Center for, uh, That's I don't know, it. 400 bucks a ticket. <laughs> there were Gonzaga fans who purchased seats for a total of like 2,400 bucks behind the Gonzaga bench. That happened. No, yeah. n- not the first row either. Yeah, a couple rows up. Man. Now I wish I would have sold it to him. That kind of disposable income, I don't think we'll ever understand. We're not supposed to sell our media passes, so we won't. That's against the rules. We're going to keep those. Yep. Get your tickets for Santa Clara. BYU awesome. basketball out for the moment. BYU Still football no people. in. The Cougars on the gridiron are on the hunt for a new running backs coach. A.J. Stewart announcing last Friday he's leaving the program for another opportunity in Tucson at the University of Arizona. So, Jerem, who or what should BYU look for to fill the vacant Running back's coaching position. I believe it was Ben Criddle who coined the phrase double minority. So at BYU, uh, it's important to have representation on the coaching Brian staff. Logan wants some credit for this, too. And Brian Logan. There you go. Uh, Miss Brian. Uh, double minority. So not, not, uh, perhaps uh, for, in BYU's case, it's uh, you know, black Polynesian and not a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. It's important to have racial representation on the staff. It's also important to just have a great coach regardless of race, right? But I think that's important because 
the position uh, for BYU is is mostly minority players. I think that's important for relatability, for a friend. Uh, this, this is a father-like figure, right? I think that matters. And having someone who's not a member. Yet, I think it's Harvey Unga versus the field mm-hmm. on filling this vacancy. Harvey Unga has bided his time as a GA for an opportunity like this. And maybe was in the mix last time when it was open. So I'm looking for a double minority, but I do think it's Harvey Unga versus the field. Yeah, certainly. And another name that's come in is another former Utah guy, Quinton Ganther. Who apparently was in the mix when A.J. Stewart exactly. got the job. Yeah. So uh, I don't know what BYU needs, but I'm with you um, in that uh, if you don't go with Harvey, yeah, go out and get somebody that is not – part of the typical BYU culture, right? And I like that. I like that approach. I loved AJ's passion. I loved the way that he recruited the road. So BYU uh, would love uh, nothing more, I'm sure, than to replace AJ with a guy that can go out and do some of those same recruiting things. We have just learned there is some breaking news. BYU Sports Nation breaking news. There's a new AP college basketball pull out, and the Cougars are number 23 yeah, baby! for Woo! the first time since Jimmer Fredette wore wow. a jersey at BYU. Yes. The Cougars are in the AP top 25, number 23. That's awesome. This is great. Again, we said at the end of the day, this isn't. Uh, a big deal in terms of what it does for the tournament. What it, but maybe, maybe there's this perception now that BYU climbs a little higher. And the fact that BYU's going to have that little 23 on there and Gonzaga's going to have the two. That's awesome. We have a ranked matchup. Top 25 matchup. Now, now, this is the first ranked matchup between Gonzaga and BYU ever then. First, we've never had this because, because Gonzaga had not been ranked. While they were an 11 seed in 2011 in March Madness, they wouldn't have they been were ranked. Not a You're ranked like team. in the 40s, right? Yeah. But slash, that was weeks before, like two weeks before they had the final eight people of the regular season. So BYU ranked 23. This is cool. I, that's my favorite number, naturally. Michael Jordan. <laughs> my last name's Jordan. That's my favorite number. So this is awesome. Being ranked is cool because people notice you a little bit more. I was pay- Listen, I'm not a huge college basketball fan outside of like what BYU does in the WCC, but this week I was paying attention to the other teams in the high teens and low 20s just because of this. Oh. Now, and now I'm like, oh, okay. And that's BYU's saying something. In. Your college basketball interest really was peaked. Oh, so-and-so, up, so-and-so upset so-and-so. Did they move like two seed lines? They're still going to be like a four or five seed. Who cares? But it matters Like now. Virginia beat North Carolina. Who cares? Both are unranked. I don't, whatever. BYU in the top 25. This is exciting. And uh, Gonzaga sold out. The juice in the Marriott Center on Friday is going to be, uh, sorry, Saturday. It's going to be unbelievable. Even on Thursday. Even on Thursday it's, now. Yes, because now BYU's a ranked team. So the Cougars have to be wary, by the way. Hey, now the bullseye's on officially, right? But the bullseye was on when BYU went on the road and played anybody in terms of, okay, the second in the league. This is a three-bid league. BYU's a quad one game for everybody they play, being uh, in the 20s, right? And as long as you're in the top 30. Now BYU's ranked. Now it's different. So, but this is a senior-heavy group. Seven seniors will play their final two home games this week, and they're ready for this. Uh, we, we talked to uh, uh, Nick Robinson on Friday, asked him about the pressure, and he said, no, this team is, is ready to handle it because we're extremely focused. They've been goal-oriented from the beginning. And how about this? Mark Pope in year one gets a ranked team. Creates a ranked team. He gets Jake Toulson. He gets Alex Barcelona. He brings back he Yoli, Yoli Childs. Yoli Childs! Yeah. 
This team is fun to watch. And now, th- so far, this is the most validating moment for BYU men's basketball of the season. That the AP poll is saying, you know what? You are one of the top 25. We've seen BYU in other little polls, right? Individuals. Jeff Goodman. Andy Katz. And some of the metrics. The but net this, rankings. The net rankings, which is the most important. But to me, this feels like the most validating moment of the season. Number 20. That little number that really has no impact on the NCAA tournament, but yet it matters so much because it is so rare for BYU. You said seven times in the last 38 seasons. Cougar so stats. So what? now eight times in the last 38 seasons. That's, that's how rare it is. Are you kidding me? That's wild. And let's be honest, it hasn't happened in nine years. So there, there was this big gap. So I was noticing something after the BYU game at San Diego on CBS Sports Network. They go back to the panel. Seth Davis is there. John Rothstein is there. And they spend an extended few minutes talking about BYU and the potential they have in the NCAA tournament. And John Rothstein says the most underrated dynamic duo in college basketball is T.J. Haas and Yoli Childs. And Seth Davis talks about just great teams finding a way to win these close games and that the Cougars are deserving. So it, it's, it's unique territory. I'm just like, wow, the national guys matters. are all in on BYU. They, they are paying attention to everything that BYU does. Now, it's been a long time since that happened. Growing old has been the best possible thing for BYU. Senior, TJ Haas. Senior, Yoli Child. Senior, Jake Toulson, right? Connor Harding is developing. Uh, Colby Lee is developing as a sophomore. This has been such a fun season. This has been the most fun I've had since... Triple doubles and Chase Fisher making threes and whatnot. But BYU wasn't able to validate in this way. This is another level. This is clearly the best team since Jimmer Fredette because they get ranked. They're in the mix for a a non-8-9 or Dayton situation, right? And now BYU has a chance at like a six. Go and beat Gonzaga Saturday and really climb up. That that would shake things up even more. Well, think about that leadership and veteran trend. Jimmer Fredette was a senior. Jackson Emery yes. was a senior. Yes, absolutely. And you had juniors, Charles Buo. Brandon Davies was a junior. Right. Like they, they were an experienced Magnuson, basketball senior. senior. Right. Yeah. Okay. By the way, uh, the April people <laughs> comes out. It's been so long since BYU was ranked that they don't even have BYU's logo. <laughs> They don't even have the logo in it. Just what, a what, blank what, white space. What, what in the world? BYU. Yeah, and Brigham. Yeah. <laughs> okay, 2015. Uh, Tyler Haas, senior. Kyle Collinsworth, junior. Chase Fisher, junior. That all matters. It does matter. As much as we'd like to think a freshman and sophomore version of these guys will do. These aren't, this isn't at Duke BYU, North Carolina? At Come BYU on. experience and leadership, they just carry way more weight. It matters. And use your 25-year-old return missionary advantage. So, awesome. BYU ranked number 23. They're going to play Gonzaga as a ranked team for the first time. This is awesome, man. Also, BYU, can BYU we, hoops. Can we get the logo, AP, top Let's 25? Get, hey, I'll personally tweet Can it. we get the BYU logo to the AP top 25? You need a vector? We certainly have that here. Okay? What do you need? I'll email you a high-resolution graphic right now. I will fax you a Windows (laughs) Media Maker art piece later. All right, we want to hear from you. Our question of the day. They are now at number 23. Do you think BYU Hoops deserves a top 25 ranking? That's out the window. What do you think?
What do you think? Weigh in. Use yeah. hashtag BYU. I sent out a poll right after the game got over, and 1,100, I think 72 of you voted um, and said that 70% yes, BYU deserved to be in the top 25. 30% said no. Poll. I want to know what the 30% <laughs> were thinking based on the fact that everybody else lost. They only won by one at San Diego, Spencer. They won. They won while everybody else didn't. Just win, baby. We'll get your tweets coming at hashtag BYUSN. Coming up, an updated look at the Cougars tournament resume. Plus, Jason Shepard joins us from Arizona. Speaking of top 25s, a top 25 foe for the BYU boys of summer on this Monday. This is BYU Sports Nation. The Cougars are ranked. The Cougars are ranked. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. It's a ball day for the baseball team as they play 25th-ranked Oregon State. That's not highly as highly ranked as BYU men's basketball team is now, but at 4 Eastern, BYU Radio, 107.9 FM. We are live in Studio B. If you're just joining us for the first time in almost a decade, nine years, BYU basketball is ranked in the Associated Press Top 25 poll ah. at number 23. Great. The Cougars will take on Santa Clara on Thursday, and then there will be a top 25 matchup against second-ranked Gonzaga on Saturday. The hype, the juice, the sellout, it's going to be absolutely nuts yeah. on Saturday it's, night in the Marriott Center. It's going to be the closest thing to Jim Romania since Jim Romania. I think. I, I think it's going to be insane. Since a top 10 showdown against Kawhi Leonard in San Diego State. Yes, which was one of the greatest nights ever, right, in the Marriott Center. It was so fun. Let's hope this is another greatest night in the Marriott Center. <laughs> going to be fun. Which, by the way, with Dalton Nixon, so he did injure his ankle. No official word on it, but he is out uh, several weeks, few, according to Mark A few Pope, weeks, yeah, according which, to Mark Which Pope. is a huge bummer. So you're hoping to get him back in a tournament, seems like. He's probably out for the tourney because the tourney is in like two and a half weeks. I would three weeks from I, tonight. I, semi-final I would Monday. hope that Dalton Nixon has an opportunity to play in the NCAA tournament. Yeah, that'd be awesome. That'd be an absolute heartbreaker if he doesn't. Joining us now from sunny Surprise, Arizona, and calling the BYU baseball games on BYU Radio 107.9 FM locally here in Utah is Jason Shepard. Shep, what's better, BYU basketball being ranked in the top 25 or the sunshine and warm weather in Arizona? Look, I, uh, I love the fact that I am in an area that has a weather currently near 70 degrees. Ooh. But as awesome as that is, I am so proud of this BYU basketball team to get to this situation and and they've to to say that they've gone through some stuff along the way with injuries, suspensions, all of that, and to be in this position this late in the year, that just speaks volumes about where this team is at and the talent on it and what they've been able to do with it. Look, the struggle against San Diego is real, and in years past, that's probably a game BYU loses. The fact that they found a way to win that. I, I just, man, that was a fantastic win, and I love that they're being rewarded for playing a really aggressive schedule, and, and they're being rewarded for, for having guys on this team that are playing really big minutes and putting up some big numbers. It's, it's fantastic. I, I'm so happy for that team that they're in the top 25. Let's hope it's more than a week, because if BYU doesn't beat Santa Clara and Gonzaga, it's over next week. BYU is totally out, right? So the game Thursday, big against Santa Clara because you're ranked and you want to avoid a, a quad three loss, right? But then on Saturday, 
you have an opportunity for another quad one win. You could upset the apple cart. The whole country is going to be watching, right, on ESPN2. This is a big game Thursday, but a huge game Saturday. Yeah, and you've got to take care of business on Thursday because if you don't then, you know, the game against Gonzaga doesn't, doesn't mean as much uh, because you probably won't get as much credit depending on what happens on Thursday. And I, I fully expect BYU to come out Thursday and, and take care of business. But you're right. You know, you have look. BYU's not going to be expected to beat Gonzaga, and Gonzaga is not going to expect to come into Provo and lose. So BYU can come in, and we've seen this before. BYU can come in without any pressure. Now they're going to put pressure on themselves because they know that they're good. They think they can beat Gonzaga. But yeah, it's a huge game, and and I agree with you. I heard you guys when we were coming in from the break talking about how, in terms of the atmosphere, it's probably going to be the closest thing we're going to see since back in in the Jimmer days. I, I'm uh, I'm excited. That's that's going to be a fun environment, and it's another huge week for BYU basketball. That's what you want. Head coach Mark Pope at the beginning of the year was talking about we want to be playing our best basketball and have an opportunity at the end of the regular season. That is exactly where they are right now. It's great. And Yoli Child said he wanted to do something special. He walked into Studio B after he announced that he was coming back to BYU and said, I want this to be a special season. We want to do something collectively and make this special. This and is another this is notch. Special. Yeah. This is another notch in that, right? 100%. Put this on the list of special moments, right? Beating Gonzaga would be special. Winning in Vegas would be special. Getting the tourney would be special. Winning in the tourney would be special, right? So, Shep, does BYU need, what else does BYU need to, to do for us to feel like this was special? Do, does BYU have to beat Gonzaga Saturday? Or do they, do they have to just win in the NCAA tournament? Would that be, would that be good? I think, first and foremost, no, I don't think they have to beat Gonzaga for this to be a special season. This already has been a special season with what BYU's had to deal with and to be in this situation. You're, you're, you're you know, checking off some of those boxes in terms of getting back in the top 25. That's there. You know, if everything goes as it should, you're going to be back in the NCAA tournament. That's something that hasn't happened for a couple of seasons. So I, it, I think it's already been a special year. I think getting to the NCAA tournament, certainly if you can advance at least minimum one game, you've, you've nailed the special season, and anything above that is gravy. I, I, this, look, this, is, this has been a fun year, and I think we all had high hopes because of the talent coming back, but for it to actually play out the way we all had hoped and wanted it to makes it even more special. Jason Shepard with us on BYU Sports Nation. He's in Surprise, Arizona. And why not add to the fact of a special season that BYU has won six straight games for the first time in five years, which just so happened to be the last time they went to the NCAA tournament. Not a coincidence, right? Winning equals NCAA tournament. It's awesome. Wild. Okay, Jason, speaking of top 25s, uh, the BYU Boys of Summer, the baseball team, quietly opened the season last Friday, beating Gonzaga in a kind of a strange non-conference scenario, but then playing two tough games and losing to New Mexico 2 to nothing in 5-4, to 1-2 and two after the weekend. What's the atmosphere and attitude of the team as they now prepare for 25th-ranked Oregon State? Yeah, they've got the Beavers today, uh, 2 o'clock Mountain Time at Surprise Stadium. So if you're in the area and want to come out and see uh, the BYU baseball team, we'd love to see you out Mom, at go the to ballpark. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, it's it's this is a team that we've talked a lot about in terms of youth. They have almost twenty new players now. Not all of them are freshmen, but the majority of them are. Yeah, they're one and two is a really nice win uh, on uh, on Friday night uh, against Gonzaga. It was it was no score, and then we hit the seventh inning. BYU gets a, a solo home run from Hayden Latham, one of those new players. Now he's a 
He's a transfer from the College of Southern Idaho. He's from Rexburg. Uh, he hits a solo home run, puts BYU on the board, and then in the eighth inning, they score six, kind of blow the game out. And so you're feeling pretty good. You come in for a doubleheader against New Mexico, a team that I think most of us thought BYU would be able to beat. And just BYU just couldn't get the big hit. Um, and that was really kind of the biggest issue on Saturday. They dropped both against those uh, New Mexico Lobos, who, by the way, they're going to face four more times in two weeks in Albuquerque. But this team, they didn't, they didn't sulk. They weren't down. And I think some of that probably has to do with the fact that they're young and they feel confident they're going to be able to bounce back. It's a good vibe with this team. They get along. I think they know how much talent is on this team, and I know they're looking forward to the opportunity today taking on uh, the 25th-ranked Oregon State Beavers. You know, and they're 2-1. and one. They, they, they haven't come in here, and they haven't looked fantastic. You know, they're 2-1, and one, an opportunity for BYU to finish this tournament with a record of 2-2 two and two today. Uh, Jared Lesser will take the mound for BYU, and they're going to face a guy in Nathan Burns for the uh, Beavers uh, who has only had two starts in his entire career. This is going to be start number three. So this isn't somebody that's been in that position a whole lot. So I think if the offense can pick up some of those big hits uh, along the way that maybe they didn't have on Saturday, that BYU has a great opportunity to start the season two and two. Jason, we're sending you some BYU Sports Nation karma. Distribute it uh, how you will. If BYU loses today, then we're going to blame it on you and say that you didn't (laughs) distribute the karma the way that it was supposed to be distributed, okay? I am going to personally walk around and distribute a piece of the karma to each and every player and coach. Share accordingly. Just share with Mitch McIntyre and BYU will be just fine. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Shep. All right, guys. Thanks. Jason Shepard on the Deseret First Credit Union Highline. Deseret First, you know why. We show how. It's coming up in about three and a half hours, so uh, not too far away. Coming up, Cody Epps, BYU's newest hope at wide receiver. Why the All-American chose the Cougar. And the latest on the BYU basketball tournament resume, because that actually matters, right? Yes. More so than the number 23 ranking. Indeed, but the ranking's awesome, man. This is BYU Sports Nation. Listen to BYU Sports Nation On Demand on iTunes, TuneIn, or Google Play, and enjoy On Demand. Subscribe, rate, and review. My mom is weighed in. I asked her to go to the game and surprise, and she said, all right. So, <laughs> Jason Shepard and company, I think my mom's headed to surprise from Goodyear. Um, I know it's late, but can you hook her up with a ticket? Oh, <laughs> uh, could you get her a ticket? <laughs> She'll pay. She's loaded. <laughs> yeah. Let's keep it rolling, BYU Sports Nation. It is a loaded Monday. BYU basketball is ranked. Let's whip it. It's time for the Cougar Whip Around. Men's basketball. As mentioned, 14 seconds ago by Spencer. BYU is ranked number 23 in the AP poll. First time in nine years the Cougars are ranked. That means BYU is going to play ranked against Santa Clara and then a ranked matchup against Gonzaga for the first time in serious history. This is very exciting. BYU has won six straight in league for the first time in five years. BYU and Santa Clara Thursday in the Marriott Center. The Gonzaga game is sold out. If you don't have tickets and you want to see the Cougars, go Thursday against Santa Clara. Football. BYU football running backs coach A.J. Stewart is leaving the program and taking the same position with a Pac-12 paycheck at the University of Arizona in Tucson. Volleyball. Coming up, we'll discuss whether it's two times or five times more. Just kidding. <laughs> Number two, BYU stays undefeated at 13-0 after a sweep of Grand Canyon Friday night. Zach Eschenberg led the Cougars with 10 kills. Gabby Garcia-Fernandez didn't play. It's the second best start in Cougar history. Uh, 99. They started 18-0. They only lost one match. It was a really good year. Cougars host Concordia Irvine and USC both on BYU TV later this week. 
Baseball. BYU takes down Gonzaga 7-1 on Friday to open the season, but lose twice to New Mexico in a Saturday doubleheader. 2-0 and 5-4 of note. Hayden Latham had two home runs in his three games, and Justin Sterner pitched six innings, seven strikeouts, gave up only one earned run in that win against the Zags. BYU will play number 25 Oregon State today in Surprise, Arizona. Four Eastern, one Pacific. Jason Shepard on the call on BYU Radio 107.9 FM and the BYU Cougars app. Track and field. All-American Whitney Orton continues to dominate. She broke her third individual school record of the season in the 3,000 at the Husky Classic in Seattle, shattering the record previously held by Erica Burke-Jarvis, who is also awesome, by 11 seconds with an 8.49.63. Zach McWhorter placed 12th in the men's pole vault at the USA Track and Field Indoor Championships on Friday. He vaulted 18 feet, 2.5 inches. Women's basketball. How much would I have to pay you to vault 19 feet in the air? Probably uh, at least least 100,000. Yeah. (laughs) That much? Wow. Paisley Johnson scored 24 points on five made threes to lead the Cougars to a 65-54 win over Pacific Saturday. Cougars at Santa Clara Thursday. Gymnastics. The 16th ranked BYU Gymcats. I like it. Beat defending Mountain Rim Gymnastics Conference champion Boise State with a 196.375. BYU has gone 196-plus for a fourth consecutive week. Shannon Evans tied her career best 995 on the uneven bars. BYU at number four Denver on Saturday. Ooh, Denver's fourth. How about yeah. that? Another top 25 Pioneers? showdown on Saturday. Brigham versus Pioneers? Uh-huh. Wow. And Denver's in the Big 12. Matchup. So if BYU beats Denver, then Denver the got Cougars, in the Big 12 before we did? The Cougars may earn an invite into the Big 12. <laughs> Utah Valley Wrestling's in the Big 12. In the Big fact. 12. They got in the Big 12 before BYU did. Wow. Let's focus on BYU basketball. Let us. Why not? It, they're making history. It's been an incredible run and year for Mark Pope. We talked about all of the players he was able to recruit back. What a recruiting job by Mark Pope, by the way. Yeah. Holy cow. Yeah. BYU number 23 in the AP poll. They are number 23 in the net rankings, which is the most important metric Drop two. in college teams yeah. positioning for the NCAA tournament. Drop two despite a win. So, yeah, margin matters, right, and whatnot. But. BYU strength of record, 29. That's plus five. After playing so, San Diego. Yeah, I don't get how that works. Okay. Yeah. Uh, basketball power index from ESPN. The Cougars are 17th, holding steady. And 17? in the Ken Palm ratings, the Cougars, number 19, down four. They were as high as number 13 at one Early point. Early Saturday. Yeah, Saturday, uh, BYU was 13. Well, and in the Sagarin, BYU is also a top 25 team at 24. So I ask again, why is BYU a seven to people? I, BYU feels like a five or six. Notice that point. I skipped the KPI because nobody cares about the yeah, KPI. KPI, you stink. BYU's 41. Yeah, <laughs> you're inconvenient, so we're not going to mention you. There's the team sheet, right? This is what the NCAA Tournament Selection Committee looks at. These are the, the primary metrics. BYU looking good. If BYU beats Gonzaga, now we're talking about a five seed-ish, right? BYU almost a six right now. BYU is sitting as a seven with Lenardi, 7.6. Bracket matrix in ninety all ninety three brackets. BYU as high as four, by the way. Numberfire.com has BYU. I'm gonna just create a bracket. Numberfire. So someone saying, "Oh, the student name uh, Jerome Jordan has uh, Dayton as a two. Like what? <laughs> and the low twelve. G Money Sports page. I'm not gonna finish it because he doesn't deserve it. Has uh, <laughs> BYU as a twelve. A twelve? You ranked in the top twenty five, but you're. Create- 
BYU you... Sports Nation needs to create a bracket so that we can get into the bracket matrix. No, it can't say BYU in it. It's got to be an individual name. <laughs> right? Jerome Jordan. Come on, man. <laughs> Jerome Jordan. Coming up. Dot com. I wouldn't say my name correctly. No way. Blogspot. the Book of Mormon? Dot com backslash yeah. the fourth. Your mom. <laughs> <laughs> and one, coming up. And one recap. We're coming down the stretch, and we crushed it this week. Plus, BYU football signee Cody Epps. Oh, Why guy. did he pick BYU with all of those Pac-12 offers coming out of modern day in Southern California? This is BYU Sports Nation. I'm stoked for this guy to come here. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Tomorrow night, lots to discuss on BYU Basketball with Mark Pope on the BYU TV app at 8 Eastern. Uh, Mark Pope and Greg Rubel recap two-win week, preview big matchups with Santa Clara and number two Gonzaga, plus a deep blow on Trevenel where a childhood accident almost cost him a basketball career. We'll show you that one. Watch it tomorrow night, 8 Eastern on the app. Fun fact, Trevenel was coached in part by the guy that coached me in high school. Nice. Jeff Jorgensen. So, uh, yeah. Good job, Jeff. Got the, we got that connection, man. You had two outstanding players right there. Joining us now on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline is BYU football signee Cody Epps, an outstanding wide receiver from Southern California and the heralded Modern Day High School. Cody, welcome to BYU Sports Nation. Thank you, guys. How did you first hear about BYU football? Um, well, I first heard about BYU football when I was younger. It used to be a game called NCAA. Um, and I would just make, I would just create, you, you were allowed to create a football player, um, that played high school and then makes, makes his college decision. So I was just creating random, um, players every day because that's all I really had to do. I just created a BYU football player. And ever since then, BYU football has been in the back of my mind because I'm from Southern California. So out here, BYU football isn't so big. And then going to modern day, my quarterback coach is really good friends with coach John Beck. And then it just sparked from there, and then the interest of BYU sparked, and I'm really, I've really been into it since then. That's awesome, and I really do miss that game a lot. That, that was a great Bring game, it right, back. Cody? That was a great game. Yes, that thing was legit. Okay, uh, this last season, your 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 stats are off the charts, man. 93 catches, 1,700 uh, yards, 28 touchdowns as a senior. Was that about as good as you could have played in a in a football season? Uh, yes. It, it, it was as good as it could have got for me. Um, so, sometimes I look at the tape and I look at little things, the increment parts and uh, the intricacies of the game, and I go back and I look and I could have made a little bit of different plays. But, yes, I'm blessed. Um, I'm, I'm just blessed to be able to inspire all the kids um, that I can coming from the junior year that I had that wasn't really that grand and then have a senior year and be able to speak about um, the adversities that I've been through. So, Honestly, just blessed to be able to have that season. And, yes, it's as best as it gets. What adversities have you been through? Well, you know, just just as a junior, it's pretty hard. Because um, at modern day, you know, everyone's great. Everyone's an amazing player. Everyone's at the top of the charts. So just having to wait my turn, having to just stay patient, um, keep my faith in God that he's going to allow me to open up my journey for me. And um, junior year, I had a good year to be able to help my team win the national championship. And then, um, and, and when I mean a good year, I, I was able to help them. I was able to get a couple of touchdowns. I was able to do a couple of things for my team. But 
in my eyes, I'm always trying to make myself better, and my stats weren't up to par for me. And um, that just wasn't God's plan at the time. And then when senior year came around, of course, God's plan came around, which was very fun for me to be able to score a lot of touchdowns and make a lot of plays for my team. So that's kind of the adversity that I went through my junior year. 2020 BYU football signee Cody Epps, a wide receiver from Modern Day High School in Southern California, is with us on BYU Sports Nation. To put it lightly, BYU is a very unique place. So why was the Cougar football program and Provo, Utah, the right fit specifically for you? The coaches are amazing. They're so genuine. Um, Everything that they said was pretty much heartfelt from my family, from the bottom to the top, from my grandmother to my little sister. Um, That's one of the main reasons that I really was like, this is a place that I want to be to play for these coaches and the program. Everyone I speak to about my program that I will be attending is just in awe because of the fact that everyone knows it's pretty hard to get to BYU. But once you get through, it's an amazing place with the alumni, with the connections. And in all honesty, like me coming from South Central Los Angeles, not a lot of people like me go to Provo to go play football and go make connections and go meet new people out there. So I'm just blessed to be able to do that and be able to open up a web of many people that I can meet and and new people that I can meet. And just also, you know, it's an honor code up there. So with that being said, it's easier for me to stay aligned with what is right, what is wrong, and and keep myself away from distractions while I'm trying to go to school, do amazing in school, and also do amazing on the football field and be a good person at the end of the day. Cody, can you just come to school now, man? Do we have to wait till later? <laughs> yeah. Always. <laughs> you got to finish high school and enjoy that, right? Uh, let's, yeah. Let's finish with this. Where do you feel most comfortable on the field? Is it in the slot? Is it on the outside? Where do you want to be? In all honesty, I feel comfortable anywhere, and that's 100% honesty. I feel comfortable anywhere. Just the tools that I've learned and the tools that um, I will continue to learn will definitely help me be able to maneuver on every piece of the field. But as of now, um, from a high school standpoint, which I know I have to grow to a college level of of player, um, as of now, I just feel comfortable anywhere. Um, I have the tools to play outside. I know what to look for. I know what to um, understand and grasp concepts and stuff like that. I know how to play inside. And I even learned a lot with Bryce Young. I would ask him about protections and stuff. Not that I would block or anything, but um, my last season I played a little bit of running back. Not running the ball, but just coming out of the backfield and be able to make plays for my team and create matchup problems. So just anywhere on the field for me to just – you know, just give my team a better shot and just create better matchups for myself as well. Cody Epps, great to uh, talk with you for the first time. We look forward to many more conversations. And a friendly reminder, 199 days from today, BYU and Utah kick off the 2020 season. Yes, it's go time. All right, my friend, enjoy the rest of your holiday, and we'll see you in Provo soon. Thank you. See you guys also. Cody Epps on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline. Deseret First, you know why we show how. What a mature kid. How sharp oh my gosh. is that guy? I, and he's a sharp player, too. I, I, love, I love who he is as a person, who he is as a player. That's a great fit. Can't wait. Coming up, rise and shout-outs to the best of the weekend. And an amazing and one recap. I may have oversold that. This is BYU Sports Nation. Don't spoil it. Shh. 
Welcome back to BYU Sports Nation. As always, you can subscribe, rate, and review the show wherever you get your podcasts. And the BYU TV and BYU radio apps are free. You can download the uh, shows anytime. On Let's play and one. Picks, predictions, and one on BYU Sports Nation. Well, we're obligated to do this, unfortunately. Yeah, we stunk it up. Going into the weekend, Jerem had a lead of 37-35. My first pick for two points. BYU basketball will score 76-plus. Uh, wrong. BYU had 72. San Diego's given up 71 a game. BYU was one over that, and thank goodness they were one over that. Yeah, alley hoop. And one. Yoli Childs will hit his season averages 21-plus points and 8-plus rebounds. <laughs> oh, nice, the laugh track. <laughs> nice. Makes you feel great. Yeah. Uh, he had 17 and 7. 0 oh, for 2, baby. Foul trouble. Uh, BYU by 15 plus. <laughs> I'm just glad it wasn't 17 plus because had you done that, the people would be back. Yeah, oh, yeah, the no! And one. Two Cougars to go for 20 plus. Yep. Zero. Nope. For 20 plus. <laughs> I'm still up by two. Yes, we, we only have three games left in the regular season. We're coming down the uh, back straight. 37 35. Our question of the day. It's already been answered by the AP poll, by the way. Does BYU basketball deserve to be ranked in the top 25? Yes. <laughs> in fact, they do at number 23. The Elite Voice of the Day presented by Sundance Mountain Resort from at Nick from PDX on yeah. Twitter. Hi, Nick. He says, absolutely. This senior group deserves to be recognized for bringing the program back to a national presence. Their hard work and relentless attitude has paid off. Hashtag just win, baby. Final two games uh, for the seniors at home. Uh, today's rise and shout outs. Mine go to the men's basketball staff for drawing up what looked like the same play as the end of the St. Mary's game. A little variation with who's picking who. Yeah. A slip from Yoli Childs. Alley oop for the win. What a play. It leaves TJ's hands beyond the three-point line. Yoli Childs has a foot at the free throw line. This is such a great play and the game winner. Incredible. My rise and shout-out goes to BYU offensive line coach Eric Mateos, who tweeted out over the weekend, and this was as of yesterday, uh, a picture of him when the USC game was announced that BYU had the interception and won, but he said, me thinking about spring practice two weeks from tomorrow, also me reminding myself I should stick to dark colors. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Little little boomerang action video. Great stuff. Our thanks to today's guest, Jason Shepard, and very mature signee, Cody Epps. Sorry to Dennis Pitta. We ran out of time. The conversation continues on the socials. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Use hashtag BYUSA. For Jeremiah I'm Spencer. Shout out to Kurt Gavea in the XFL. See you tomorrow morning on BYU Sports Nation. The Cougars are ranked for the first time in nine years.